Lord's Day, January 3rd. He shall kill the bull before the Lord. Leviticus 1, 5. The burnt offering, 1. Christ's devotedness to God. It is most needful in studying the doctrine of the burnt offering to bear in mind that the grand point set forth therein is not the meeting of the sinner's need, but the presentation to God of that which was infinitely acceptable to him. Christ, as foreshadowed by the burnt offering, is not for the sinner's conscience, but for the heart of God. Further, the cross in the burnt offering is not the exhibition of the exceeding hatefulness of sin, but of Christ's unshaken and unshakable devotedness to the Father. Neither is it the scene of God's outpoured wrath on Christ the sin-bearer, but of the Father's unmingled complacency in Christ, the voluntary and most fragrant sacrifice. Finally, atonement as seen in the burnt offering is not merely commensurate with the claims of man's conscience, but with the intense desire of the heart of Christ, to carry out the will and establish the counsels of God, a desire which stopped not short of surrendering up his spotless, precious life as a sweet aroma to God. Verse 9. From the carrying out of this desire, no power of earth or hell, men or devils, could shake him in words of false tenderness from encountering the shame and degradation of the cross. Pity thyself. Lord, this shall not be to thee. What was the reply? Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savourest not the things that be of God. Matthew sixteen twenty-two to 23 KJV. So also, on another occasion, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. John fourteen, thirty to 31 These and numerous other kindred scriptures bring out the burnt offering phase of Christ's work, in which it is evident the primary thought is his offering himself without spot to God. Hebrews 9.14, C.H. Mackintosh.